Blog Talk Radio. That's on Sexy Witches on a special day on the Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. That's because I'm going to be extremely busy tomorrow, so I'm not going to be able to do a show. We're going to talk about that later on in the episode. Uh, This is going to be a jam-packed episode, and if you are part of the madness... Don't forget, you get two points for listening. You can claim your points by checking in on the thread with this link post. Um, po- link posted, I guess is the words I've used. Um, <laughs> and uh, comment to say, hey, I'm listening. And if you call in, it's five points. And to call in, all you have to use is our guest call in, which is 646-716-9172. Once again, that is 646-716. 716-9172. The Sexy Witches are looking forward to your call. And, of course, I can't do a show like this by myself, especially one so jackpan. Just, we're just jacked. I can't even talk tonight. We are jam-packed with a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> so let me bring on my Sexy Witch co-host from the West Coast, but now she's in Nevada in the desert. Um and um, I want to say, oh, my God, tick, tick, boom, trailer, please welcome to the show, the Enchantress of Nevermore, Raven Jasperhawk. Hello. Ooh, yay me. <laughs> yay you. Did you see the trailer for Tick, Tick, Boom? I actually didn't. I did not watch it. I, uh, I'm a slackin'. I do oh love that musical. God. And I, I oh knew my. they were getting there. Uh, oh my god oh my god oh my god okay you I will have watch to it see that shit you have to watch this shit I mean I, I was actually really hoping to talk about it with you but that's fine it's okay but you absolutely <laughs> need to watch this so I'm I so totally glad will. you're here so um, we have done with fires but now you're dealing with black power outages <laughs> yeah they were just doing some work hopefully that's done for now um it's supposed to start getting down to like 25 degrees in, in the night so uh, not having power would suck but so far so good okay well stay warm because i know what the desert's like and it can be cold so cold. yes <laughs> and nobody understands that 
Oh, no, it's frigid. She's a frigid little bitch. I love her. And then I killed the show. The end. And now look what you've done. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Liz dropped. Hello? Sometimes Blog Talk Radio likes to oust Liz like <laughs> she's the chosen one, and then bye, like that. It looks like we are on our own now. Now it's our away show. The play. <laughs> it's, it's a mutiny. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I do not want to be the new captain, so um, I nominate you in the mutiny. Look at me. I am captain now. (laughs) Oh, man. The living embodiment of a meme. (laughs) Yeah, that looks good on the resume. What have you been watching? Tell you what, Shout Factory TV just added restored versions of the 1970 show Ultraman. Um, and even nice. if you don't like kaiju, first of all, what's wrong with you? But if you do like kaiju, oh my God, some of these men in suit monsters are freaking amazing. And it's so beautiful. The quality is better than when it first came out. Um, I've just been watching on the live stream, but they just switched it to the company of wolves, which is also fun, but they've, um, also in, in the daytime. Yeah, <laughs> in the daytime you they've been showing Yeah, right. Did, did it, I get disconnected? Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> what the fuck did I get disconnected? Well, I think it's blog stock, blog stock radio. Hey, there we go. It is. It's <laughs> stalking you. That's a good movie so title. Shitty. Blog you stock know, radio. I might have to go like like like. Next season, I might have to go hunt new platforms because there's platforms that can do live. Now that live streaming, like the reason why I stuck with Blog Talk is because it was live. And a lot of people weren't doing live podcasts. And now everyone does live podcasts. So I think I might go to a different platform because they can go fuck themselves with their, like, shitty sound. So, uh, right. I know. And someone gets kicked out every time. Yeah. Oh anyway, it's not a fan. Ridiculous. We were talking about Ultraman. Ultraman. On Shock TV. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I I used to watch Ultraman. So yeah, yeah, they just that restored was, it. That was and one of my first it. kaiju's, really. Yeah, so, so good. Um, him and that one about Johnny Sacco and the robots. I used to watch that too. But you know yeah. who introduced me to all of that, Nathan? Who was that? that? Was bo- that was Bob Wilkins' children's show on the weekdays. Nice. nice. He also showed Star Blazers, which is now called the Battleship Yamamoto, which is fantastic. And he uh-huh. also showed um, the the '60s Spider-Man because you know it's nice. the six, Ralph Bakshi '60s Spider-Man, it's the bomb. Yeah, yeah. So so Bob Wilkins raised me. He raised me in the day and he raised me in the night. And you know what, Raven, this guy bought me for my Christmas gift, and I have yet to show it on Facebook, and I've been feeling really bad about it. Um, oh, my God. I birthday. actually cried. Yeah, it was a birthday gift, not Christmas gift, too or three. But I cried when I pulled it out of the box. I was like, oh, my God, this is so unique. Um, it is a custom mask of Bob Wilkins' face wearing red-blue uh, 3D glasses. 
Holy shit, that's mask. awesome. It's a it's a mask. Yeah, and it has a, a certificate of of authenticity, but they fucked up and put the wrong name on it. And uh, what name, Nathan, did they put down? Uh, you're apparently Elizabeth Hamilton. Yeah, they they shipped us apparently. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, yeah, so that was pretty. They're funny. just trying anyway. to save save on ink. Yeah. So so we should really talk about madness first because um, we have a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go talk a little bit about the madness and what's happening. I literally just posted the next battle, so we'll talk about that. And then Nathan and I are going to talk about, I'm going to AEW Dynamite taping tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, But Nathan also has a bunch of uh, wrestling promotions coming up up the pipe. And, you know, it's October. Everything's busy. Uh, So we're going to talk about that. And then um, after that, I actually am going to talk, do a quick preview of the FP Fest 2021 because my movie is premiering, uh, the one I and is it the last thing I did before COVID is I flew out to LA, got in the trenches, and we shot part of the the uh, crowd scenes for the FP3 Escape from Baco and FP4 for Ed. Um, and FP3 Escape from Baco is coming out on Saturday the ninth at like way late at night because it's all specific time. Uh, and um, we'll talk about that down there. But yeah, so lots of awesome things happening, and I I don't even know how to deal with it to be honest with you. Uh, so <laughs> we had it was too big not to talk about it on the podcast. So here we are, and uh, so let's talk about madness for a minute. Um, by the way, Nathan, before we get into this, did you give me permission for the outro song yet? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, well, I might bop out for a second and have you guys talk while I go do that. Um, but, um, but not yet, because I want to talk about some madness. No, so the madness is completely opposite of what we normally do. Normally, we're a binge contest, and we're binging for points, and we're watching as much as we can. This time, we actually have a very finite set of films that we're watching, and um, and um, I'm allowing rewatches, <laughs> so which is something I don't normally do. So, uh, how do you think, uh, sexy witches, this year's madness is going with the battle bracket and doing a versus instead of a binge watch? Do you want to go ahead, Nathan? I just been talking. A pox on all of you <laughs> voted for versus above they live. Oh wow! Yikes! I got knocked oh, out first round. round. <laughs> yeah. It no, I fun. thought I thought they live would would go further, but then I also forgot, you know, who goes against what until I see, like, you know, Liz does it all, and then I go, that looks pretty, and I put like a star on it. <laughs> so it's kind of new again. Yeah, yeah, you never know, and. um yeah, I think that there's stuff that I do like about it, and there's stuff that um, I miss as well. I feel like I have a lot of downtime this year, uh, and it's weird going like, now what do I do? Should I watch something, or like, is it gonna show up, and then I have to watch it again? <laughs> and I'm like, my 
I've got like obsessive compulsive. So usually when I'm um, watching a movie, I won't do a rewatch in the same 12 months. And this time I have been rewatching and so far everything listed I've seen in the past two months already. So my rewatches haven't been very exciting. Um, and that's just kind of the luck of the draw. Four times this year. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> really some, there's some of that. Um, but overall I'm digging it. I, I do miss the, the, um, kind of autonomy to go find your own stuff. Um, that I miss that a little bit, the scavenger hunt part of it. I'm missing. And I validate that too. Cause I really like the bonus point system. The bonus points are the funnest yeah. part of the madness. Sure. It's like figuring out what, what tropes are theme and what deserves tropes. And the, the five listed I did for this madness is similar to what I would write in bonus points. But it's not quite right. At the same time, I'm I'm actually kind of enjoying that more people are going and doing outside events. And that makes me happy. Um, And and people are really, you know, because the more active you are, the more points you get. And so outside events or in virtual festivals like the FP Fest, hint, hint, um, and, you know, things along those lines. I, I'm glad that people are doing that. I was, I was hoping for more conversation about the specific films. Some people are. And and yeah, some people are not. Some people are, but there's, there's kind of like, I voted for this. I watched this. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do your life story, but it'd be kind of cool to hear some of your Yeah, critiques. I'd like to know, like, like some of the, like, Eric Polk always makes a funny meme or something, uh, you sure, know, yeah. about what he watches. Uh, a couple other people will, too. I'd like to know, like, what people are thinking about the movies they're watching, especially if they haven't seen yeah. it before. Um, right. You know, uh, and there are, there has been a couple of people mentioned that some of these are first watches, and that's awesome. And the next yeah. round, this round that I just posted right before tonight's air, um, is the most dangerous game from 1932, and uh, Turkey Shoot from 1982. So two hunting human classics. Uh, and and it's interesting because a lot of people know about most dangerous game, but most people haven't seen it. It's one of those films you think oh, you've I just seen. watched it two weeks ago. <laughs> well, you, well, it's so I'm good. not talking about a film game. I'm talking about the average Joe Snow person. So, <laughs> Who are they? Um, we don't know those people. Yeah, well, and so it'll be really interesting. Like, like the, those two films are going to challenge people to vote. I think they're going to actually yeah. have to watch them to really make a, a that's decision. Now, go in ahead. My, because of your – oh, go ahead, Nathan. Yeah. Between those two, that's the toughest choice to come up yet. So, yeah, yeah. There, it is. They're so different in so many ways, even though um, there's some similar through lines. Um, yeah, I will be interested to see that. And since, Liz, you said you're allowing rewatches this year, uh, does that mean someone could watch Turkey Shoot for the vote and then Rewatch it for the group watch. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, but I would allow that. I allow rewatches for the group watch, anyways. Um, gotcha. But yes, yes. Um, the group watch Turkey Shoot is part of the group watch, and the group watch is on the Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to be watching uh, Cheap Thrills, Turkey Shoot, and the Hellbound Two, Hell uh, Hellraiser, Hellbound Two. So uh, 
whatever they call that movie. <laughs> so I've actually only seen that movie a couple of times. I've seen the original. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I end up watching it way more than the original, even though I love the original. Two has some really impressive makeup effects. The the skin makeup is my favorite. Well, and and in, there's this whole maze aspect in it, which I like. And um, yeah. you know, it's interesting that Clive Barker's image of Hal hasn't really changed in no, the hasn't. amount of years he's been writing. Like he still sees it that no, way. No, it's very like, rare. So it's yeah. interesting that like he hasn't evolved, and I mean that in a good way. Like like because you know it's an image of hell after all. Uh, so right. uh, it's a very striking one. People have used it in their own. Like I I still say the void at the end is totally. Everyone goes John Carpenter, but I say no. It goes into Clive Barker territory at the very end because you know yeah. his version of hell has pyramids, and that's what they see too. Uh, so right. oh, it's spoiler alert. Uh, so. <coughs> okay. So, um, have we seen Most Dangerous Game in this group? I'm assuming we all have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course we have. And and of course Turkey Shoot. We had Brian Trenchard Smith on a couple episodes back. So uh, yeah. definitely seen Turkey Shoot. I own that on Blu-ray. Uh, so I I can't wait to show a bunch of people Turkey Shoot. I'm hoping. I wonder what they're gonna think of it. I, I I'm a little biased. Yeah. I will be honest. I kind of hope it wins, even though I'm cool with game winning and understand why it would. Uh, but. Like that movie, yeah. To me, I, I think Turkey Shoot is kind of the dark horse of the Roth, of of the brackets. Yeah, it's hard to say because it it does pull me in different <laughs> directions. I I always want some classic stuff in in our madness, in my madness personally, um, and I mean like pre code stuff. And it's cool that one made it when, you know, this wasn't really curated. It sort of fell into place. It wasn't like you got 500 movies and picked your favorite 32. Like, <laughs> no, I did. I, I this is all like, own. right. So this is just sort of a really cool representation of who's in the group in a way. Um, and I'm just really interested to see. Uh, what direction this goes? Because this is a this is a hard one. They're so alike and so different. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. I'm actually really curious. And this one's going to have a little extra time. Like I said, I'm not going to post the next battle until I get back from um, AEW on Wednesday night. So it'll be pretty yeah. late when I post. So people will have a lot of time to catch these films. And I believe both of them are available. And they, I'm no Turkey shoots on Shutter for sure. And most dangerous game you can find it free in a bunch of places, including Tubi. So it should be a problem yeah. for our 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 madness maniacs to find the copies of either one of these films. So, um, yeah. so uh, of the film, has there Nathan? You still haven't watched Train to Busan. Now that it's moved on to the next bracket, are you going to try to watch it? Absolutely. I've seen it before, but I don't think I gave it a fair shake the first time I watched it because I was in, I watched it during a period of extreme zombie burnout. And I was like, oh, sure. God damn it. It's another zombie movie. 
And so I don't think I gave it a fair shake. So I need to go back and watch it with fresh eyes to really judge how it stacks up against whatever it's going up against in the second round. And there's well, a version with Joe Bob Briggs that I can watch. So that makes it even better. I, I've, yes. That's actually one of the reasons why I ended up watching it four times. I accidentally – it's yeah. little – it was streamed on Shutter. It was when it first dropped a lot, and so I would always it would always drop. It would be on, so I just watch it to the end, and I watched Joe Bob all the way through twice. Uh, so yeah. uh, you know, I, I'll rewatch Joe Bob episodes, uh, you know, quite a bit. Matter of fact, um, you know, he his hoedown is this weekend. Uh, yeah. So um, hint, hint people uh listening that there might be a special for that anyway um so uh you know and he's announced it's gonna be two serial killer movies and he gave a hint today on twitter one was the um the the uh killer in hollywood does not know many of his victims but the one in montreal knows all of his victims so that was the clue so my response, and we know the guest. Uh, I don't know the guest. Response. It's uh, so, it's the Bloomhouse guys. Is the Bloomhouse guys? Oh, fuck the Bloomhouse guys. Yeah. Well, we don't fuck them. They're all right, but uh. Yeah, uh, they're the promoting only, Halloween the Kills, but that doesn't mean that they're gonna show. The, oh, go the only slasher film that comes to mind that I know that from Montreal is Curtain. It can't be Curtain. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of exploitation I've seen, and I really couldn't place, like, beyond Canada. Canadian. Yeah, that's true. They wouldn't play. That that doesn't work. So, Nathan, do you have an idea who would be a Canadian Montreal serial killer that knew all his victims? Hmm. He said serial killer, not slasher, correct? He says, yes, he is the word serial killer. What was the name of that movie with uh, Ethan Hawke and Angelina Jolie? Uh, uh, it was a serial killer movie, lines? not a slasher movie. Yes, that one. If what I'm movie? Not mistaken, I think that movie Taking took lines. place in Montreal. It feels like it would be too new. I, that was like 2005 or something around there. Um, That's the I only serial killer movie I can movie. think of off the top of my head from Montreal. <laughs> so. Yeah. A Hollywood slasher. I mean, there's obvious Hollywood serial killer. I mean, there's several mm. movies, but yeah. that's kind of... Like, that could be a lot of things. A lot, it's a good clues, but I mean, I'm not sure which ones they are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a tough one. All right. Well, Joe Bob is still king, as in, as, oh. you know, when it comes to that stuff. So, but that was what he dropped on t- Twitter today. I happened to see that. So, um, mm. I thought you'd find that funny. So, yeah. All right. So, um, Raven, so what have you been doing besides being in blackouts? And, and by, by the way, now that you've been in a blackout, you have to watch the movie The Power on Shutter. Okay. It, it's about a blackout. Right. Perfect. Even though your blackout was mostly during the day. But um, what yeah. are you going to do for the next couple of weeks? 
Well, um, I definitely am going to watch the last drive-in special. I'm definitely going to be there for the group watch. Um, the the arena down the street has two more concerts before the end of their season. And it's so stupid because they both match up with our live events. Um, well, with live things. Freaking not Toby Keith, the other one. Oh, no. Uh, some some country guy who's really huge and his name just went away. Anyway, he's going to be here during Joe Bob. And then during our live stream show, there's a freaking Kid Rock concert <laughs> that ends the whole season. And like Rod Stewart was just here last week, and it was a lot quieter than Kiss, but it was still like, it sounds like he's in the house. So it's going to be interesting to have competing movies with uh, whoever the hell the country guy is, I can't think of, and Kid Rock. Should be fun. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, and you know, in the sense that at least they're free. I mean, you can't really control what you have to listen to. It could be Vanilla Ice, so you know, it's not that, right? Yeah, Tim McGraw, that's his name. Tim McGraw. He's coming. Yeah, he's gonna be here. And and it's not really the music, but like whatever. I don't mind any music really. It's the fans that I usually have a problem with. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah, this will be neat. <laughs> Good combo. I, I'm actually rather amused by this whole thing. Like, you have this, like, live concert venue right across the street from your house. Cause... It's so weird. <laughs> it's so surreal. And also, I just realized, like, every time we do a madness, show and you're introducing like where I'm from. I've done a, a madness in a different state the past four years. Like yeah. every time I live somewhere else. Why do you think I'm That's always dope, about where you're from? Yeah. I'm like, are you in Seattle or Portland right now? Oh, no, you're in neither. You're in know. LA. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it would be so. cool if it was like I was a spy or like, you know, it was on purpose, but it's really how just do like, we oh, how uh, not this works. Maybe, maybe this is a big conspiracy. Whoa. What if I'm so good of a spy that I don't even know I'm a spy? Well, there, there now are there's your movie. That. Well, there is movies there it about is. that. Yeah. Yeah. Renturian <laughs> Candidate, The Long Kiss Goodnight. Born Identity. Born <laughs> Identity. I mean, we could, yes, absolutely. You're, you, you are a one-woman pod. Yeah. So. That's it. Fear you. (laughs) So we're going to shift gears at this point, uh, Miss Enchantress of Nevermore, and talk wrestling for a little while. Uh, Are you going to stay on or are you going to move on to greener pastures? Well, I think I'm going to get started on these two challenges you just dropped. And um, I will listen from the comfort of my couch. And you will get five points for tonight. And um, I will tell you that there will be a secret film drop sometime <gasps> this week. Squeakret. A film oh that's not on the bracket that didn't <gasps> quite make it to the bracket because there were a couple oh of films that almost made the bracket, didn't make the bracket. Um, and people watch them within a, a time frame. They will get points for that. So uh, nice. look for those. And, will um, do. 
there's usually trivia involved because you know me, I have to do oh some kind of cool clue. But you know, but more importantly, Joe Bob this weekend, and uh, yeah, there's also something else kind of big coming up. Um, oh, fuck, I can't remember what it is, but there's a couple of major releases coming out soon. Um, that people should look for on TV and in film. So, and I'm going to give specials for all that stuff. So, anyway. Excellent. Much love and madness to you, Miss Enchantress. Thank you. You guys, too. Happy haunting. And we will talk Halloween on the 20th of October with you. Rock on, Raven out, fairy dust, glitter, poof. (laughs) Good night. And in a puff of smoke, she disappears. She did, and that's it. Raven's gone. We miss her. Um, but we got stuff to talk about. Can you still hear me? Hello. Hang on, so you said that the, the LA killer doesn't know his victims, yeah. or does? Does not. But Montreal knows all his ah, victims. Damn. I was thinking it could be New Nightmare, but he, Freddie knows all them. Damn. I don't think New Nightmare is on Shutter. Joe Bob Maybe it is. stumped us all. Joe Bob. Joe Bob. Darcy took my card at Monster Mania. Yes, she did. That was cool. We need to get Darcy involved in the madness. I don't need to get Darcy involved, period. I mean, I just want Darcy. I want, I want Darcy on to talk Italian horror because, you know, and I mentioned that to her. I was like, you know, us Italian horror girls need to stick together because there's not many of us, <laughs> you know. So, you know, and, and she, you know, and, and Joe Bob is well known for not really being a big fan of Italian horror. So, um, you know, with the exceptions, I think he likes some Jess Franco's, but he's Spanish. He's not Italian. Uh, so, yeah. uh, you know, Darcy has to hold the Fulci moniker, uh, Monta, you know, Mon- well, she, she holds the mantle of Fulci for us on the show. I've heard so, Joe Bob speak favorably about some Mario Bava movies. Well, yeah, but Mario Bava is also like, like so much more disciplined than anything Fulci ever did. Um, you know, uh, yeah, there's not Argen- a whole lot of comparison between Fulci and Bava. <laughs> No, I mean, uh, you could make a case for Argento and Barva, but I honestly think Barva is still better in the end. And honestly, Argento made himself famous by using his son Lamberto a lot. So, you know, there's that going on. But, um, you know, the, the whole Italian horror scene is rather incestuous. Yeah. And we're, we're not well, just talking about Dario and Ana here, we're talking about like. You know, everybody's been in everybody's movie and helped with everybody's movie, and it's probably related to everybody else. And Argento and Lucy Fulci only collaborated once, and supposedly they didn't get along very well. At least I was told. I can imagine they wouldn't. Um, I mean, that's that's a couple of control freaks. (laughs) You know, that might be uh, too many generals and not enough soldiers going on there. Inferno, did you know that Argento was sick the entire shoot and did it in a couch and directed from a couch? Too might as well direct in comfort. Yeah. Um, Lamberto Bava, once again, did most of the heavy lifting on that movie. And it shows because it's a very yeah. cinematic movie. Um, that is That might be the most European thing I have ever heard. I, I directed the movie from the couch. <laughs> from a couch. Okay, that's, that's awesome. 
<laughs> I can't wait for Christmas so you can put your Jess Franco topper on the top of your Christmas tree this year. Yes, yes. I, I actually I'm, own a Jess Franco Christmas tree topper. I know. It was one of those things when we saw it online, we're like, you have to have it. Well, yeah, I, 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 it wasn't even like it wasn't an option. No, it wasn't even a choice, right? Like God just said, you have to have a just Franco topper. This, this yeah. is how it works. So, you know, I, I like I have a bunch of Krampus stuff on my tree. Uh, so, but but we got Halloween at first, so we got a lot of going on. Yeah, let's not do that. let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I do want to finish up. This is our, going to be our last summer of death full-on report because we did an entire summer of nothing but death match and ring of honor and, and you did Southern violence and wrestling and TPW and we've been in no holds barred and masters of pain. Like this has been one of the best wrestling DCW is in its a game too. I mean, really the best wrestling summer I've experienced probably in, 20 years and we are peaking as, as far this weekend. as as far as my participation in the wrestling business it has been definitely the biggest summer i've ever had like this is i've it really exploded for me this year so yeah the summer of death is kind of a kind of personally treated me well too but it's but it's it's like everyone brought their a game it's really been like I, I saw some of the best wrestling I have ever seen this year, uh, you know, on TV and live. You know, it, it's really – I don't know what happened this year that the wrestling ended up thriving. But there was a guy in AEW, Dynamite, the other day that had one of the signs up, and it goes, I love, you, you're the reason I love wrestling again. Thank you, Tony Khan. And I kind of feel that way about AEW. Like, they really did really grab us back, us old fans that left in the 90s and the early 2000s and brought well, us back into the fold. It's very cyclical. It, yeah, it, it, it seems like, you know, it, it goes in cycles and it'll, like, it'll kind of fade into the background for a little while, but then it'll, like, make a really strong comeback into, like, the cultural zeitgeist and become really big again. So it's, I think we're on in one of those cycles where, wrestling has actually become cool again. I, I'm hoping it lasts another year or two, and that'll be awesome. And this week, all of it peaks for you and I. On uh, I'm going to see AEW on Wednesday, a taping of Dynamite. And um, you are going to do host, um, uh, you're doing ring announcing and color commentating for Cars yes. Cup 12 which is one of the big yep. big deathmatch tournaments in the South. So let's talk about that first. What What is Carnage Cup? We've talked about it on the show a little bit, but, you know, now that we have this, the lineup is pretty solid at this point. Um, you're ready to go. What 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 is Carnage Cup? How and What does it look like it's going to be for the audience to, uh, what are we going to, what, what do we get out of it? And Carnage Cup has always been like, like we said, right now deathmatch wrestling is the biggest it's ever been, and just about every, just about anywhere, you know, you can find a deathmatch show some point in America every weekend. It didn't used to be that way. There used to be like three big shows a year, and the big ones were CZW's Tournament of Death, 
IWA Mid-South's uh, King of the Deathmatch Tournament and IWA Deep-South's Carnage Cup. And Carnage Cup has always had the reputation of being a little grittier, a little dirtier, a little, like, we're the, we, it's always been known as the show that goes a little too far, where you, you know, they do stupid shit that other people aren't crazy enough to do. And it, it looks like this is going to be very much the same. And on a personal note, IWA Deep South, my first show ever on commentary was Carnage Cup 8. So this is – the voice of violence is ending the – well, not ending the summer of violence, but as far as the, the peak of my deathmatch year, I guess, I'm voice of violence is going home. It's coming full circle. It really is. And I'm, I'm, there's also another big Southern Violence Wrestling show coming up later in this month. But but Carnage Cup is, yeah, it is kind of a homecoming, and it, they're coming to Georgia. Finally, we're having a Carnage Cup in Georgia. That's amazing. It's always been in Alabama. Well, we got banned from Alabama. Okay, yeah. that's how crazy Carnage Cup is. We aren't allowed to hold this in Alabama anymore. Well, it's Alabama. I mean, really. I mean, in Atlanta, in Georgia, is much more of a wrestling town, anyways. Uh, you know, you, you've got a lot of lot of history going down in that area. Uh, same with the, you yep. know, it's funny because uh, we just watched Dark Side of the Ring, and they were talking about deathmatch wrestling and something you've always said that, you know, it might have been invented in Japan, but it was con- it was conceived in the South, and um, and that mm-hmm. that episode really confirmed that. So, and they said that Deathmatch Wrestling started in Memphis, Tennessee. Absolutely. FMW, the the brains behind that, that's Sushi Onita, when he came to America as a very young wrestler, and he ended up in Memphis, and he saw, because, you know, Memphis is a little bit more violent than a lot of other, you know, places than America, and they... They were doing bloody brawls all over the building, and he saw how it affected the audience. And he's like, you know what? I need to tap into that back home. And he sure as hell did, and he basically created Deathmatch Wrestling. And us sick fucks are now obsessed with it here in America. It's like it's like a previous episode with Nick Gage called Deathmatch Wrestling, the horror movie of uh, the horror movies of de- of professional wrestling. Maybe. I don't think they're that horrific. I think they're just fun. And it's interesting that you've, that you've mentioned uh, Dark Side of the Ring a couple times because coming up later in this season, there's going to be an episode about a deathmatch company out of California called XPW that was around in the early 2000s. And the piece of XPW was a guy by the name of Chris Kloss. And he's going to be my commentary partner at Carnage Cup 11 this weekend. The 12th. But yes, that's awesome. I'm the so 11th excited. and 12th, yeah. Yeah, and so we don't want to talk about too much. And we've had this happen before. We've talked about the actual matches. And then when we get to the actual matches, they're shuffled. Uh, but what's the one well, match? They've announced uh, the first round matches. Yeah, so what, it, what are you, of the card you see, which ones are the ones you're looking forward to the most? Hmm, the ones I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Aiden Blackheart 
versus the hardcore hillbilly. Hardcore hillbilly is very young, very new in the business, but a hungry kid who's willing to go to incredible lengths to, uh, to you know, make his name. And he is a tough bastard. Like, you know, um, are you familiar with the, uh, the world of slap fighting? No. There are competitions where you just get a couple of huge dudes and they stand across the table and just bitch slap each other until someone gets knocked out. This well, guy is a slap fight champion. And I've seen him take horrific blows and just look at the dude and laugh. And he's going to be in there with Aiden Blackheart, who we've both seen Aiden put on. I love Aiden's one of my favorites out there, actually. I I love Aiden. He's got a lot of heart, and he really goes at it. And he's kind of handsome, and he's a badass. So, uh, you know, I'm all about Aiden Blackheart. Aiden, I don't. No, if I'm, I, I might be uh, talking a little inside baseball here, but Aiden has kind of taken hardcore hillbilly under his wing a little bit and kind of maybe opened up a couple of doors for him in the wrestling business, but that just means that now he's going to get in there and make him earn his spot. So I, I expect like both these guys to be putting a little bit extra into this match. Also, there's a couple – a couple of interesting people coming in. A guy by the name of Mr. California. This dude is one of the most controversial figures in deathmatch wrestling. There's a, just saying a lot. There's a lot of people who, a lot of people really, really dislike this guy. <laughs> and it's going to be real interesting seeing him come in and see what he's all about. I've never actually seen him wrestle. I just know him by reputation. And by, and by certain people who have said if they were ever in the locker room with him, they would do certain things. And he's going to be taking on Mosh Pit Mike, who's going to bring the fight. Um, looking forward to seeing Remington Roar. He's one of the you know biggest up-and-coming deathmatch stars right now. Chewy Martinez is going to be there. Uh, Chewy is one of the most underrated deathmatch wrestlers in America, and he's taking on a chick named Misfit that I have not seen, but I've heard really good things about. We've had John Rare, the uh, the guy from uh, all the Saw matches, the guy that stabbed Spider Boudreaux with a box cutter a few years back. Um, he's taking on Blaine Evans in a spiral death match, which is basically is inspired by the Saw movies. So they a lot of the death match traps that they will or and things that they will be going into are designed with that in mind, which. That's going to be interesting. So it's going to be real violent, real bloody, and entertaining as hell. And what's cool about this is that, you know, you're actually doing a lot of different promotions. So we have this one that's going to obviously be kind of edgy and bloody and and definitely fall-related. But then, like, even Southern Violence and Wrestling is actually throwing down a Halloween extravaganza. They're calling there's, like, Dead Man's. Skin, something like that. Dead skin mask. There's been a, a there's been a, a running thing throughout the year where they've named a lot of the shows after Slayer song. And so this one, and they since it's Halloween, I think a good name would be Dead Skin Mask, which is actually one of my favorite Slayer songs. So, but there there will be a death match on that show too. Danny Only is taking on Tank. 
with the Reverend at his side. So nice. one of the OGs of Southern violence. Well, and we had Dan the Dragon Wilson on the show a couple of episodes back for this summer. So, I mean, yes. we had Dan Absolutely. and we had Raven Havoc. So we had two, like, you know, one of the old school Gs and one of the reigning kings of Deathmatch on our show this year. So I'm very honored for that. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's going to be neat. I, I kind of, I was hoping Raven would do Death, would do Carnage Cup. Uh, he's doing some big promotion the following weekend. Him and a bunch of people. Neil Dying Hunter is also doing that one. Uh, and uh, so I'm going to look forward to watching that too. But um, Southern Violence Wrestling has now got a new contract with IWTV. Casting there. Yes. Yep, we have a new home on IWTV, so you can all check us out there. And things are really heating up over there. Like we've got we've got a title match on the show. Um, on our last show, Austin Towers, who is a gigantic mountain of a man, it took both the Hoss Fight Championship and the Heavyweight Championship. So he now holds both of the major singles titles. And he's taken on a dude named Jeter, who is a legend in the, you know, local indie scene in Georgia. And he's, he's been playing his trade here for day. And he is also a, a gigantic human being. And it's just, there's like 700 pounds of dude in this match. Well. Um, so I hope they reinforce the ring, and there may be a shift in the tectonic plates when someone gets pinned in this one. Gosh. Well, guess what? We have a caller. Awesome. So we should bring them on, right? So hold on. By all means. 714. You're on with the Sexy Witches. Well, good evening, Sexy Witches. How goes it? Oh, it's just Aaron. How are you doing, Aaron? Welcome. <laughs> hello, hello. Just Aaron. Wow. Damn. <laughs> That's a great introduction. Jeez. <laughs> right? Oh, you know, it's just Aaron. We can't get rid of him. Jeez. <laughs> nice when people are glad to see you, right? <laughs> but I am right? happy to see you. So, then how you doing, sir? How's your madness been? Oh, oh God, I'm so enjoying my madness. Um, I, I've been watching silly things. I finally got to see the beginning of Samurai Cop with Mystery Science Theater 3000, which I, <laughs> for some reason, have missed. Uh, uh, actually really enjoyed Children of Men. Made my way through Train of to Busan. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that one, but, you know, made it through, but I'm just totally loving it. Bought a huge freaking pumpkin today. Uh, awesome. I'm going to have a pumpkin bagel for breakfast. Uh, I'm just, I'm, this is my time. I'm just freaking loving it. Um, the spirit we with you. hit the taco truck, and now we're listening to you guys. So how and, could it be better? Excellent. I so think, I'm so however, glad. You know, I'm, I'm not the I'm not the biggest wrestling fan in the world, but for our resident wrestling expert, because uh, before the pandemic hit, my friend and I were all set to go to uh, Lucha Vavum, which is a combination uh, Lucha Libre wrestling and burlesque and oh, that's comedy that's burlesque and rock show. and roll. Yeah. And I was just wondering, uh, has Lucha Libre done anything on the East Coast at all? Because I know it's a totally 
different style of fighting. Yeah, Lucha is actually much bigger on the West Coast and uh, the Midwest, but we actually have a Lucha promotion right here in Atlanta. What? That, yep, we got one uh, once a month. They run uh, over at right the... Right on. Um, oh, God. There's, there's a venue right out... It's over by the Santa Fe Mall over in, in Duluth. And I've been to those shows before, and it's great because, like, there wasn't a single word of English spoken at that show. <laughs> and I don't, I don't speak Spanish. So what was cool was not knowing what everyone was saying. I just had to read and feed off of the emotion of the crowd and the wrestlers and the announcers. Oh, right and that made for a really cool experience. Well, you know, Mexican wrestling and burlesque dancing, if you're ever out on this coast while when it gets back up and running, it's not yet back up and running, but if it is, you and I, we're going. That sounds like two great tastes that taste great together. Right? Peanut butter chocolate, yo. Absolutely. No, I've, I've heard good things about Lucha Buffoon. So I would love to check out one of their shows. Well, fingers crossed it'll be back soon. You know, everything else is slowly ramping up here. Our, our cases are going down. That's the right direction. So fingers crossed. Yeah, they finally started turning around here because Maryland was having a pretty bad spike, but we're now actually oh. getting better. So, I, and it took us both right down, on. Actually, I, I got sick. Nathan got sick. Um, right so, on. but we are we are invincible. At least, well, he's the apex predator. Nothing can eat yeah. him. Um, well, like I mentioned last show, I was a good kill me. <laughs> I have tickets for the uh, what they're calling Comic Con special, that that Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right after Thanksgiving. So everybody, be cool. Wear your masks. Get your uh, vaccinations if you haven't already, and hopefully, I'll go to Mini Comic Con. I'm going to Exhumed on November 6th, I believe it is. Um, so I'm really hoping that because this will be the first time I'll be in close quarters with people for a longer than well, a few hours. Um, AEW mm-hmm. is the first. But it's going to um, – it's making me a little nervous, to be honest with you, to be in a room. I was with a little nervous. Um, we, we did uh, Universal Studios Hollywood Horror Nights, and I was – a little concerned because there are a lot of people there, but they were doing it right. You know, everyone masked uh, inside and outside. And uh, they said you had to be vaxxed and show proof, but they didn't ask us to share our certificates. So we'll see. <laughs> but man, universal this year, uh, spectacular at all, as always. And this year, Harry Potter world was open. Yeah, at night. And in nice. fact, um, we we got to spend a little time at Three Broomsticks because we, we bought the ridiculously priced uh, VIP things. We got to the front of the line every time. We were able to do a couple things even twice. So we kicked it for a little bit at Three Broomsticks with our butterbeers. It's kind of nice. Nice. Uh, and Nathan, like Three Broomsticks is worth the admission to Universal. It's the bond. It's so good. Speaking Uh, of, um, if you get out here for the holidays, uh, I'm taking mom to the uh, Harry Potter Christmasing world. 
If you want to tag, oh, really? oh, please, my God. you're more than well, invited to join us. I'll tell you, I was told by my corporation today that I had to use a bunch of my leave or I lose it. So I'm going to be taking, I'm telling both of y'all, I'm about to take a bunch of time off. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm being told to take time off. So we'll see how that works. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and it's like funny because I've totally like taken a lot of fucking time off recently. And so I'm <laughs> take more time off. So, but you know what, after the week I've been having, that they said that to me today, after I had such a bad bad yesterday, I was like, yes, yes, and yes. Uh, So, so I know that, like, Aaron, you're not into wrestling per se, but, you know, I am going to go see AEW, which is now the leading promotion in the United States, which is kind of neat. Wow. and they is that the one that has the roots in the Japanese one? I'm, I'm not down with yes, all the different. Yes, that is correct. Um, Kenny okay. Omega and the Bucks um, and Cody. Who else was also were in a group called the Bullet Club, which is from New Japan Pro right. Wrestling. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Hangman was yeah. in the Bullet Club. Hangman. The Bullet Club, like a lot of people. So Have I Japan taken you to started AEW? Have I taken you to grill them all, the the hamburger joint? No, you keep telling me about it, though. Because they are huge into wrestling there, and they occasionally have stars in, and their their burger of the month is named after some wrestling star. So, uh, well, yeah, remind me to look when you're here, and we'll see what's going down there wrestling-wise. Uh, there, what's the name of it? it there's a list, uh, Aaron, of the top. 500 rest, kind of like the Forbes list, but for professional wrestlers. And the number one wrestler in the country it was PW. What what is it, Nathan? What's the name of the list? The PWI the PWI 500. It's put out by Pro yeah. Wrestling Illustrated every year. Yeah, it's like the biggest thing. Kenny Omega, um, who is the star wow. of the Bullet Club, uh, he actually is the yeah. number one wrestler in the world right now. And I get to see Can him. I, He's one of the people uh, that, Just, that is performing. So things about the uh, the PWI 500. In the 280s, I don't remember the actual name, but there's a guy by the name of Trevor Eon, and he you, uh, he is one guy you can see at Southern Violence and Wrestling. He is, he is one of our guys. And also at number 489, just breaking in, but he's, he's only been in the business a short time, is my boy Akira. Yep. My, my favorite right. of the indie deathmatch wrestlers <laughs> right now. So I actually that's own his how t-shirt. I know him because of you. <laughs> yeah, so we were very pleased to see a care on the list. Actually, it was very pleasing to see a bunch of people, uh, uh, deathmatch wrestlers, on the list this year. Um, Brandon Kurt made it. Cougar made it. Of course, Nick Gage made it. Um, you know, one uh, face above Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> I know so you're fun. still like, he's still like, like reeling from that. Uh, Mickey Nichols, the female deathmatch wrestler, uh, she made the list, and that's like a very happy thing. Because uh, for the first I, time ever, there were three women on the PWI 500, which is they usually do a separate men's and women's list, but this year there were three women on. They like prefer they. Two, two, two women in a day, that is correct, yes. Yeah, so, um, but anyway, so, you know, so I'm kind of looking forward to it, like, like, 
it, I get to see Omega, and I get to see um, some of my favorites. One of them is um, Jungle Boy. Um, and you know, Aaron, you know who his father is? What? No. Past tense. Luke Perry. What? Yeah, Jake Perry. Yep, Luke his, Perry's son. His, his son That's is crazy. Jungle Boy. And it's crazy, like, how much – it's interesting because, you know, they've been performing during COVID with no audiences. And a few months back, they had a show, a pay-per-view show called Double or Nothing, which was the first one with their audience. And um, he has a song. I, I actually think it's a real song. Like, it's a licensed song, right? Yeah, it's uh, Tarzan Boy. Tarzan Boy. who the artist he, was. Right. It was a hit in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. Yep. He runs out to that, and everybody is singing it. And he just stopped for a second because uh-huh. that hadn't happened to him before. And then he went, awesome. And then he went and did his match. <laughs> it was great. Right on. But they yeah, loved that's an him. old, they old 80s him. song. Oh, my God. Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy. That was, that was his. Orange Cassidy comes out to pick these, dude. Aaron, hello? Anybody yes. There? Yes, hello. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Hello. Can you We're all hear? Can you hear me? Can yeah, I didn't hear. It, can, you, can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Did, did we lose Tommy? Can you hear me? Tommy, can you hear? What me? happened? Can you hear me calling? <laughs> did Did we lose Nathan? No, I'm know. here. We're all here. Oh shoot! Okay. <laughs> Though we have to be careful, so Blog Talk is dangerous, so, you know. Why is Blog Talk dangerous? At least sound-wise it is. It it drops me all the time. It's already dropped me once on this show. Oh, yeah. It's a bit, man. It's been a while since you've had any extreme technical difficulties. Don't say that. (laughs) Backward. Cha. Uh, You have jinxed us. Going back to Jungle Boy, though. (laughs) It's amazing, yes. like, how much they love this kid. Like, he is the ultimate baby face, and people love him for it. Um, but it's but I get to see right my on. two favorite, two out of three of my favorite wrestlers, for sure, um, during this. And one is uh, Sammy Guevara, who they just gave the title to. He got a TNT title, um, which is, like, you know, it, it, I kind of equate it with the international, the, like, like you remember how when you, back in the day, you had um, Hulk Hogan, he had the heavyweight title, and then you had Ultimate Warrior, and he had his own title, right? It's kind of like what Sammy Guevara has got the second title. He doesn't have the heavyweight, that's the Omega. It's very so much like in WCW when they used to have a television championship. Yeah, so. Okay, so very much like that. So I, I'm first of all, so I'm excited they gave him the over that they actually gave him a belt. But I get to watch his first defense at, at nice. the show, and I'm pretty excited because Sammy Guevara is amazing. He's a high flyer. He's luchador all the way, um, you know. And um, someday I want to see him like and the Lucha Bros do a, a tag team, a three way tag team match. I think that would be the awesome. <sighs> Yeah, because Ray Phoenix, they have not announced if he's going to be there or not, and I'm kind of sad because I would leave my other third. But but I get to see Lance Archer and Sammy Guevara. And Lance Archer, he's from New Japan Pro Wrestling, 
Um, that's actually where I saw him first, and then he came over, and they haven't been actually using him very well on AEW. Like, they didn't know how to write for him. Uh, but now they're actually hmm. giving him things to do, and he did this Texas uh, match. What was it? What did they call those Max's, Max? Max's, Texas Deathmatch, Death which isn't really a death match, but it, there were forks. There were dingle hoppers involved. Um, but they did throw, but Lance Archer did throw Moxley there into a thing of Bob Wire, and it was awesome. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm looking forward. Lance Marcher is going to be the pillar of a, a ladder match. I get to see a live ladder match, which is like, nice. you know, yeah, which is kind of interesting because, uh, you know, they climb up and they have to grab something. Though the last time I watched the ladder match was GCW, and they really didn't climb them. I mean, they did, but really they took them and oh. started hitting each other with them. You know, so there was that going on. Um, But uh, so I'm all excited that I get to see Lance Archer and Sammy Guevara. But I made a list, Nathan, of of the people that have been confirmed outside the female division. I didn't write them down. Um, So I'm going to read that list to you right now of the people that have been confirmed. If I can find it, All I right. have no idea. If I can't, um, here we go. Because I've been talking to people. Okay, so we know that Kenny Omega and John Moxley and Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, Brian Danielson. I get to see him, which is kind of a big deal. Um, Luchasaurus, uh, the Young Bucks, Lance Archer, Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy, Andre Idolo. Can uh, who anybody and Bobby Fish, who's actually from what promotion is Bobby Fish normally part of Nathan? Uh, he just signed with MLW. MLW. So, but he's doing a Forbidden Door crossover, and he's actually doing the title match with Sammy Guevara. So that's awesome. Um, anybody else I left out, Nathan? We should cover from that they oh, they haven't CM announced. Punk they only announced. Did they did they announce CM Punk there? No, but you know he's going to be there. I, I, you know, they're not they, going to leave the biggest, the biggest, you know, attraction huh. they have right now off the show. And so, yeah, Aaron, this is actually the second anniversary of AEW. I didn't even know that when I bought the tickets. This wow. is an anniversary episode. Uh, so they're they've only now. announced three matches. That's it. And and they shoot huh. two shows. They shoot Dynamite for two hours, and they shoot Dark for one. So, um, you know, I I have to believe that there is going to be more matches than just three. Now, granted, a ladder match can take a good 45 minutes if you do it right. So that could be and most of an hour. And there's a mystery entrant in that ladder match. I think it's going to be the same kid that was in the uh, Battle Royale on Double or Nothing. Oh, Leo Rush? Yeah, I think it's Leo Rush. I'm, Rush. I'm pretty sure. If 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 that's true, you're in for a good show because that dude is great in a ladder match. I've well, seen him in some ladder matches with Joey Janela that I'm surprised either of them walked away from. Well, and that's what I, I it, wow. it just announced that he got a contract. It just seems like the right timing. I mean, I would it's totally be not there. like in the movie uh, Ready to Rumble, how it really goes than in real life. David Arquette will not be involved. <laughs> Darn. Or, or yay, I'm not sure. You know, David Although, Clark... have you seen the documentary? Right. The You Cannot Kill 
um, you cannot kill David Arquette? <laughs> no. It's really awesome. good, actually, because he they did a whole thing in WCW back in the 90s where they did uh, a storyline where he won the WCW championship. And, like, it was a fluke thing, and, they, you know, they kind of, you know, made a whole comedy thing out of it. And a lot of people got really mad. Like, it's, you know, yeah. stepping all over the heritage of the belt and all this stuff. And so David Arquette, <laughs> like, decided later in life, like, because he's been a wrestling fan since he was, you know, a little kid. He's like, damn it, I'm going to go to wrestling training, and I'm going to actually learn how to wrestle. And so he's, like became a wrestler, and he went down to Mexico and, like, wrestled with some lucha companies, and he had a death match with Nick Gage and, like, all this stuff. It's fascinating. I Like, I highly recommend that documentary to anybody. It's amazing. The death match with Nick Gage is very infamous because he actually got the barbed wire wrapped around his neck, and they covered it on the show on Dark Side of the Ring. He stabbed him in the neck with a fucking broken light tube. <laughs> And Nick Cage is like, he's talking about the incident. He's like, and he's like, oh my God, I just killed David Arquette. (laughs) He's not very happy about it. He survived. You need to see that. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy that documentary. It's just, he's a fascinating character, like, as an actual human being. That's cool. So it's all coming back to wrestling, even, you know, documents, David Arquette. So I'm looking forward to the AEW thing. I've been, I bought these tickets weeks ago, and I'm taking the evil genius with me and a friend who's into wrestling. Nice. We didn't have time to make a sign, Nathan, but we are going to make as much noise as possible. So. <laughs> I, I want yeah, to I gotta watch, I gotta watch the episode and see if we see you on TV. I will be on the um, upper right corner, right, like right, really close to, uh, but up from the entrance that the heels go in, come out of. So that'll be cool. So. Hey kids, and I'm, I'm going to let you continue the show. I'm going to pop off and listen and uh, eat my taco truck Tuesday. Well, uh, before you go, Nathan, I mean, uh, oh, God. Aaron, tell me we haven't been uh, keeping you from tacos. I know. Well, tacos, <laughs> no, no, tacos I, I, I had to. Oh, no, no, but, no. This is uh, tacos. Maggie, the taco truck that's in uh, on the other side of the street from the, uh, the car dealership. It's the mm-hmm. bomb baby. You know that the FP fest is this weekend. Uh, I so, know. Uh, you so know, exciting. Captain Pigtails, uh, you should probably, like, <laughs> you, should, you might want to, like, PM, since Mike Lee is part of the Madness this year, you might want to, like, PM him and see if you can be part of it in some way. Um, so I, act, and I'm I, actually going to preview this. I'm actually got my marching orders um, from the FC Fest, and I am doing two panels. Um, it'll be four. Uh, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, um, one is at 4.30. Let's see if I can pull them back up. Um, One of them is at, they're both at 4.30 Saturday and Sunday, I believe. Yeah, Um, 4.30 Pacific, that is. So 7.30 my time. Um, And the the first panel is small. It's it's a, uh, (laughs) it's about, it's really geeky. Are you ready? It's about building a Dance Dance Revolution cabinet. (laughs) Ha! Very yeah. cool. 
Yeah, so that's that's the 4:30 um on Saturday. But Sunday, Sunday is I get to do the big panel, so the making of the FP and that's the 2-hour FP3 panel with um Jason and Talay and Marcus and Freddie and Nick and Mike Lee um and everybody that's worked on and and uh Forklift might be there. I mean, it, it's the big panel, so I cool. get to I get to moderate oh. that panel. So I'm pretty excited, um, and of course, my premiere, my movie is like really late night on Saturday because you got to remember everything is Pacific and and um, Australian Standard Time, whatever they call Standard Time right. Australia, because uh, you know Jason and Tele are um, are in. Australia riding out the COVID epidemic. Um, I should have, I had it up, but I don't know where it is now. <laughs> uh, so I actually don't know the time of my own film premiere. So anyway, <laughs> that's pretty bad, right? You don't know the time of your own film premiere. Yeah. Um, I'm a naughty, no, naughty, that's naughty. <laughs> yeah, I got a film premiere and I don't even know what time. So. <laughs> Totally a baller move. It's so Uh, Yeah, seriously. Well, the problem is the the times that they they are all, like, Pacific, so it throws me off. Uh, Let's see, where is the FP3 panel on? Let's see. Where are you? Those are happening. I like how their panel list is called happening shit. So... (laughs) I do not know. I do not yeah, know, you know what time my premiere is. I actually oh, forgot the name of the the FP group on Facebook. Omega Gangsters. Omega Gangsta. Yeah, which Nathan made me a, a mixtape of North Carolina, and he called it the Omega huh. Gangsta mix because Kenny Omega used to call. That's his intro. He always goes, North Carolina. Matter of fact, Nathan, I got Li- uh, Lily, the evil genius now. Every time that disc comes on, she's also yelling, North Carolina. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so it's moving on. You're doing the parenting right. I have to believe, it, I think it's at 10. I'm not positive because uh, they're showing the okay. FP1 and the FP2 at 830 specific. Um, till 12 nice. a.m. So I believe we are right after that. So we might be a midnight showing. Like I said, it's going to be but as early for me. I'm going to have to sleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the sleep FP panel. Yeah, so it, it starts um, 7 o'clock on opening ceremonies on Friday, and that's all Pacific Standard Time or Daylight Time still. And um, the contest is the 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 um the DDR contest is first, and then there's a screening of some shorts, and then the costume, and then starting at 2 p.m. Pacific on Saturday, we're gonna go right into the costume contest, and it's con- and it's uh, it's Excellent. all night. There's gonna be also a um an after party after the screening. Um, there's gonna be meet and greets all through it, and um, there's all sorts of panels. One is just a forklift, and all he says is forklift. So you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know it's going to be kind of crazy, and it's the second one because we did one last year, and it was surprisingly successful. Like so, um, 
let's hope this one works out too. We're all pretty excited. But I get that that this is the virtual premiere. I have not seen my movie yet. I'm terrified. Terrified. Awesome. I'm hoping so. No, oh, I'm, I'm sure the one. I'm the one who should be terrified. Well, you're not cut out of the movie. What? What makes you think you're cut out of the movie? Oh, I'm not cut out of the movie. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm no, not no, I'm, I'm not terrified that I'm cut out. <laughs> I'm terrified what he did with what I did. <laughs> I'm sure you're fine, except for there's going to be that one uh, moment where you're leering. There's going to be leering involved. Yeah, see, that, that. that's, what, that's what I'm afraid of, exactly. Jaytro's going to have me leering at that, those young ladies. Yeah, well, it, it, you're nodding approvingly. I hope so. I hope that's how it comes across. But that day, he he said, oh, man, we cut that together. Sorry, man. <laughs> and I don't know if he was <laughs> fucking with me or yeah, – so I'm the one who should be terrified, like I said. <laughs> oh, no. Well, okay. hey, it'll it's be fun. movie. You were acting. It, it was, it's all for the ducks, you know. The director yeah. can do whatever exactly. he wants. Director is God, and it's all for the ducks. It is all, all for the ducks, ducks, yo. It's always for the ducks. So <laughs> um, tickets yeah. for FE Fest is sold out, um, which is great. Uh, so uh, you can't access it, but there will be a theatrical chance to see the FP in Nightmare Gosh. Film Festival on the 20th um, in Columbus, Ohio. It would be the 23rd at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, and I Are you going to do there. anything online? I'm oh, right on. I'm actually, Mike Lee and I are going to be there because Jason can't be in America because he's stuck in Australia. Um, so we're right. going to represent the film for him. So, uh, yeah. So good. Kind of a big deal. So we're having a special yeah. Halloween episode on the 20th where I'm going to have Mike Lee on because he is also happens to be a huge fan of Extreme Haunts. So we're going to have a walkthrough haunts thing. So Aaron, definitely you want to come on and talk about the haunts at Halloween uh, Horror Nights in more detail. And Nathan, of course, oh, is a veteran oh. here, and he's been hitting a fuck ton of them already. Um, so we're going to definitely Nine do a, a haunt. Yep. So we're doing a haunted walkthrough haunts. Halloween episode. I, I have a new one on my list for this week. There is a haunted with scare actors and everything, a uh, haunted car wash in HB that I'm going to hit up this week. <laughs> and apparently they even climb in your vehicle. So I'm scared and really excited. That sounds so dope. I would love to that. <laughs> I will well, post great. pictures. Uh, it sounds like we all are going to be busy. So um, the next time, demo, which is that we will talk in a person, will actually not be an episode of Sexy Witches, but it will be the group watch of uh, on the 15th, which is a Friday. We started at 9 p.m. Eastern, and we are going to sh- show Chief Thrill's turkey shoot. So if you haven't had a chance to watch Yay! it now, you'll get to watch it then. And uh, Hellraiser 2, Hellbound. Speaking of being uh, stuck in Australia. Nice. So, uh, so yeah. we're going to watch those together. Exactly. And, then, and then the 20th will be our Halloween FP2, FP3 Escape from Baco walkthrough, haunted walkthrough episode. So with so Mike cool. Lee and maybe a couple other special guests. So thank you. 
Aaron, I'll let you yeah. go. And Nathan, thank you for being on the show as always. I think we've covered everything we needed to cover tonight. I believe we have. I believe we had too. So right we'll on. see y'all on the 20th. And I have one final thing on We Are Out. I want to give a shout out to the Bill Shatner himself, who just turned 90, who is about to be <laughs> blasted into space this month. And really go where no one has gone before. I mean, he's actually going to be in space. So William Shatner being shot into space is a is is we've come honestly. This all of this is full circle. We are we are where we need to be. So I'm leaving <laughs> you tonight with one of my favorite things he's ever done, and he did this in the early '80s in the Sci-Fi uh, Award Show. Uh, the they used to actually show the Saturn. Seventy-nine. Yeah. So here is his version of Rocket Man. So good night, <laughs> gentle witches. Good film hunting. Blessed be. And once again, we'll see you for our Halloween episode on the twentieth. Have a good one. Mm. And also, don't forget madness. Sure. Join the madness group, even if you can't be part of the contest. Follow it. It's a lot of fun. Or watching a lot of great movies. Good night, everyone. Packed my bags last night. Pre-flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm going to be high as a kite by then. my wife.
Okay. Well, and I think it's going to be a long, long time. The touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no. No, no. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man burning out his shoes out here. Hello. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. The touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man burning out his shoes out here alone. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. And I think it's going to be Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.